0: radio is on the air you've tuned into the mark harrington show sponsored by created equal time is running out for our nation i beg of you you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation If you don't like abortion don't have one the only thing that can be said to be objective truth
1: is that there is no objective truth like you kill a baby fetus the same thing as killing any old inanimate object i would argue that we certainly are not all created equal
0: Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You, 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 you young people, it's your movement now. It's not your parents anymore. The blood that is shed cries out to God from the ground for justice. And now here's Mark. Well, good morning, folks. Your radio activist here, Mark Harrington, coming to you on Tuesday morning here from our Created Equal studios here in Ohio. And we appreciate you tuning in. Um, as often as I can, I'm going to come to you on Tuesday. But as you probably know, if you follow the program, our normal program is uh, Thursday at 11, Thursday at 11. You can come on these social media platforms and watch your radio activists uh, talking to other pro-life leaders around the country Recently, we've had some pretty good shows lately. We've had um, my good friend Monica Miller talking about how she retrieved uh, aborted babies from dumpsters. We've had uh, Melissa Oden last week talked about surviving an abortion. I mean, these are pretty hard subjects, folks. I mean, we're dealing with some pretty grim content here. Uh, And, you know, there's no other way to, you you can't sugarcoat abortion. I mean, you just can't. It is what it is. And you're going to get the truth from your radio activist here on The Mark Harrington Show. So that's why we come to you every Thursday at 11 o'clock Eastern time on these social media platforms. I'm also uh, on all the podcasting platforms as well as over the air here in Ohio and in uh, West Virginia. You can find out more by going to markharringtonshow.com, markharringtonshow.com. We archive all the programs there and you can find out where we are also on Terrestrial Radio. So if you tune in today, this is what we're going to be covering. Um, you know, some of the good news, actually. You know, some good news every once in a while. Uh, there's been a, lot, a whole lot of bad news ever since the election in November. Uh, we're coming to you with some good news today, and that is there's some testimony out of South Carolina in regards to the heartbeat bill that uh, last Thursday passed the, uh, South Carolina Senate 40 to 13 and the house 20, uh, I'm sorry, 78 to 25. Now, um, that is now the 11th state that has passed the heartbeat bill. Uh, we began it here, all here in Ohio in 2019. And, and if you want to know my story, I got involved with the the heartbeat bill and the whole process of that in 2011 with Janet Porter. Janet Porter uh, came to Ohio, introduced the heartbeat bill. Even before that, I was part of introducing the first, the first of its kind and a a total abortion ban, an abortion ban here in the state of Ohio. It was the first in, in the entire country in 2006. It was HB 228 introduced by my good friend, Representative Tom Brinkman here in Ohio. It was the first of its kind. Now, since then, of course, we have abortion bans being introduced in different states around the country, and that's a good thing. But in 2011, we had the heartbeat bill introduced for the first time, and it took eight years, eight years to get it through our legislature. And since then, like I have said, now there are uh, a total of 11 uh, states that have passed the heartbeat bill. Uh, I don't want to get into the heartbeat bill, per se. What I want to do is focus on the testimony uh, that came out of South Carolina. Uh, Also, later in the program, I want to talk about the study that uh, came out last week uh, from the American Journal of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, a very interesting study. These are not our friends, folks. These are people that are opposed to what we're doing. They support, support abortion wholesale. And uh, they came out with a study basically talking about how the the heartbeat bill, even though it's never been enforced, it's still hung up in the courts. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Even though it's never been enforced, it has actually already changed minds. And they've been uh, there's a study out that proves that. Um, So we're going to talk about that here on the Mark Harrington show. But but, uh, what I really want to do is get to this really encouraging and powerful testimony from a representative in the South Carolina legislature who testified in support of the heartbeat bill there in South Carolina. Her name is Representative Melissa Oremus. Melissa Oremus. So what I want to do here, uh, the first part is going to be her talking about her testimony of how she overcame a, a, if you want to call it a crisis pregnancy and did the hard thing and delivered her baby. Uh, And then the second part really is aimed directly at men. And I think this is a message that needs to be heard all across America. Uh, Men are getting a free ride here. They're getting a pass on this one. Uh, And we'll talk about that on the other side. But let's go ahead and play this first clip. This is Representative Melissa Oremus giving her testimony as to why she did not commit an abortion. Go ahead and play that clip.
2: But let's go back to why we're here. A woman's right to choose I'm not saying that everybody has it in them to have that drive that I have but I want to be just a testimony that you can do it with a child by your side there doesn't have to be a choice that you have to make my life will be better if I did not have this life that I did not have this hindrance in my way My daughter is 25 years old now. She's a college graduate. She's an amazing Christian girl and I could not be more proud of her. She saw me walk hard through this life. She saw me do all those things and work hard. What example can a mother do but show their child how to push through and how to be a strong woman? She started her own career. She's about to launch a clothing line She's following her dreams, and guess what? She didn't have a father in her life either. She's had to figure it out by herself as well. But luckily my husband adopted her and took her in, so she does have that. But guys, I don't even know how one person can say, well, the lives of the sick or the ones that have COVID are are more important and we don't care about life after.
0: Well, there you go. That's the first part of this uh, testimony that I wanted to play for you today. And what I think is so cool here and encouraging is you have this woman who, you know, talks about her testimony. That is where she was faced with a with a problem, if you want to call it a problem pregnancy. She wasn't prepared to have a baby, but did the right thing, did the hard thing. And she said that women can do this. And she's a testimony of that she now stands in the uh, on the floor of the South Carolina legislature testifying for life. I mean, the fact that she's made it to this legislature is a story uh, uh, in and of itself. But I I think what's really important here is that, see, women have been sold a lie that they're weak, that they can't do both, that they can't parent a child and uh, raise a child and also uh, hold a job or a career, or, or they're not strong enough to get through it. And, you know, that goes against everything that feminists supposedly believe, right? That women are equal to men, that men, they can do everything that a man can do. They can hold the same positions. They can r- earn the same salaries. They can do all the same hard things that men can do. But then when they say when it comes to abortion or when it comes to parenting a child, single parenting, they can't do that. Well, this woman's a testimony to the fact that they can do that. And uh, I just think uh, it was so powerful to hear her uh, talk about this, that she did not kill her baby and that her child is now grown up and is having uh, a successful career. The other thing that she does, which is so important and necessary, is she calls out men, pro-choice men particularly. Men that uh, don't have chests, men that aren't aren't willing to stand and defend women and children, uh, men that are pro-choice, men that uh, will abandon their their girlfriend or their their wife or or what have you, uh, if they get pregnant, and tell them to go get abortions, you know, and, and just just get off the hook entirely. She addresses that directly in a very powerful way. So let's go ahead and play that second clip again. This is Representative Melissa Oremus talking on the South Carolina uh, floor of the House of Representatives after or or during the passage of the heartbeat bill. Go ahead and play that. I'm so
2: tired of these celebrities saying, "If I wouldn't have had an abortion, I couldn't have went on with my career." What? What? here. I'm here. You can still have your life. It's just going to be a little bit harder. So pull up your bootstraps and get ready for the war because listen, life is hard. We don't get a manual. And where are our dads in all this? I know this is a conversation for another day. But my daughter called me and told me she had someone a friend of hers and he was found out his girlfriend was pregnant and she was going to have an abortion. He had no say in that. That was against everything in him and he could not stop her from doing that. So not only did she make that decision for herself, but she made it for him as well. Listen guys, not every dad is a coward. Not every dad Mm -hmm. would allow this and they would take full responsibility if you just told them. And half the guys that I look around and hear, y'all are dads too. And for you to say it's a woman's choice when you're just as responsible, that makes you a coward. A coward if mm-hmm. you don't stand up for life. I
0: wear the- it's amazing, powerful testimony calling out the men on the uh, in the legislature who are pro-abortion, calling them cowards. You know, we've been sell, sold this line of goods that abortion is only a woman's issue; uh, that it's not a man's issue; that a men men shouldn't have a voice. Of course, if you're unless you're pro-choice, then you can speak about it. But if you're anti-abortion and you're a guy, then you can't uh, you can't have a say in this. And uh, you know that that's a that's a lie from the pit of hell. Here's the thing: uh, there, you know, we we when we go out to protest every once in a while, we see a sign that says if men could get pregnant, abortion would be a sacrament. Uh, it's kind of true in a way uh, that the, the men get off the hook. Uh, they can get a woman pregnant. They can just you know give them a couple hundred bucks, tell them to go take care of it and move on. And often they do. Those relationships don't stay together. And they're off to their next sexual escapade, right? It just gives them, a, 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 it just gets them off the hook. Uh, so abortion is a man's issue. And if men stood up, if they stepped up and defended women and children and the women that they get pregnant, uh, abortion would go away. But we're giving them a pass. Uh, here's here's another reason why uh, abortion is a man's issue. Uh, not many people realize this, but the U.S. Supreme Court decided this case for hundreds of millions of Americans, even though a uh, You know, Supreme Court only hands down opinions. They actually don't make law or shouldn't. Uh, They decriminalized abortion uh, for all 50 states back in 1973, and all nine of them are men. Uh, You know, we don't think about or talk about that very much, but all nine are men. And a lot of pro abortion advocates will say, well, you know, it's because they're pro choice. If you're a man, you can be pro choice, but you can't be pro life. Uh, So we can't have it both ways. Uh, I talked about the irresponsibility that it allows uh, men to get away with. uh, Like I say, just using abortion as birth control and just moving on uh, to the next uh, relationship. Uh, The other thing is another reason why men need to defend the unborn is because 50% of the babies who are executed by abortion are men. Uh, If we just, you know, if we just defend our own. Gender, uh, we ought to be standing up. And here's the thing men need to be leading. Uh, They need to be out front about this. They need to be standing up and calling other men to responsibility. Uh, And if we had that, things would look a whole lot different. Uh, I don't understand how the feminist uh, movement has bought into this lie that abortion is somehow liberating to women. Uh, I don't get it. How is it liberating for a man? to have sex with a woman, and then just get off scot-free and walk away without any responsibilities, none, none whatsoever. Get her pregnant, pay for the abortion, and just move on. Uh, something's got to change there, and it's going to have to change when men begin to stand up and defend women and children. So that is a very powerful testimony by Representative Melissa Arimus, uh in, in, in advocating for the heartbeat bill there in South Carolina. Uh, the other thing I wanted to— The other thing I want to talk about today along with this uh, issue of uh, the heartbeat bill is that last week uh, the American Journal of Obstetricians and Gynecologists released a study about the heartbeat bill and its effect on public opinion here in Ohio. Uh, And what I found interesting about this is, first of all, this is not a pro-life organization. I mean, they're not for life. Uh, They're pro-abortion. But they did a very detailed study, and they found that during the the intense times of the debate, that is from 2018 to 2019, here in Ohio, when we were debating the heartbeat bill, uh, what they did is polled Ohio women, and they found that a good number of them, around 10 percent, that's one out of 10, reasoned to the conclusion because of what they heard regarding the heartbeat bill that, ab- that abortion was illegal in Ohio. Now, we've never had any evidence, empirical evidence like this, independent evidence, that has proven what we all know was happening, and that is the discussions, the debates, the media about the heartbeat bill led to people changing their minds on abortion, led to people thinking that they shouldn't kill their baby, and now we know led to people believing that abortion was illegal, at least a a number of them. Uh, What we often hear from some is that the heartbeat bill teaches that abortion is legal under six weeks uh, and that it's not illegal over six weeks and that we are being ageist by uh, allowing or trying to pass these laws. Um, This goes against that uh, belief. Uh, that uh, somehow abortion, uh, you know, people believe that abortion is now legal under six weeks. By the way, uh, a heartbeat is detected at about twenty one days, uh, but uh, or it can be detected. Uh, it, it begins, I'm sorry, Let me back up. <laughs> a heartbeat begins to beat at around twenty one days. It can be detected somewhere after six weeks. It's normally a little later. So they call it a six week ban. It probably isn't actually that. But um, this is what I'm saying here, is that the heartbeat bill has taught Ohio women, at least a good number of them, that they be- at least they believe that, uh, that abortion is illegal, even though uh, the heartbeat bill is never enforced. And that's what's fi- very interesting about this. Uh, the Bible says in Galatians 3.24 that the law is a tutor that leads us to Christ, that the law is a teacher. Uh, One of the purposes of why I get involved in politics, which is very little, by the way, I try to stay out of it because that's just not our mission. Our mission is grassroots changing hearts and minds on college and high school campuses, using abortion victim photography to stimulate debate where that debate has long since ceased. And we believe we can reach out to the demographic that is the most uh, vulnerable—that is, college and high school age uh, students. Uh, so we don't get involved in uh, legislation very often. Uh, in, in getting involved in a heartbeat bill uh, from 2011 to 2019 was actually a rare thing for us. So we very much pick and choose our battles when it comes to legislation. But the law is a tutor that leads people to Christ. Leads one to Christ. Uh, laws teach. They teach. So, if a law is passed, it teaches people, right or wrongly, that something is immoral. That's not always the case because it might not be immoral. Uh, but it also, if something's legal, people think that it's uh, that it's moral. So, in the case of like abortion, people think that because of Roe versus Wade uh, was handed down in 1973, people reason to the conclusion, generally speaking. That because that is a Supreme Court decision, it must be a moral decision, and they'll base their decisions based on what the law says. Uh, But the reverse is true: when you outlaw something or you restrict it, uh, it often teaches the reverse, and that is that it's that it's immoral. And so that was the case here: that uh, the law is a teacher, and in this case, at least about to to about twenty or or, I'm sorry, ten percent of Ohio women, it taught. That abortion is illegal. Let me read from the study. It says, quote, many women in Ohio were unsure whether abortion is illegal in the state. That was 26.2%. 26.2% of Ohio women were unsure as to whether abortion was illegal or not. Uh, A smaller subset, that is 9.8%, believed abortion to be illegal. Uh, that's, you know, one out of 10. So one out of 10 believed it to be illegal. Uh, about 25 out of 100 uh, believed that uh, or or were unsure as to whether it was illegal. Now, if you extrapolate that out, they someone believes that it's illegal, they likely won't go and have an abortion. Uh, now it's possible they might go over, you know, cross state lines and go to Indiana or Michigan or wherever they, they feel like they need to go to get one. But they may reason to the conclusion it's illegal and not have the abortion. So we have to believe that babies' lives were saved because of the debates over the heartbeat bill. It goes on to say the prevalence of believing that abortion in Ohio is illegal increased during the study interval, which corresponded to the interval marked by legislative and judicial activity surrounding the six-week ban in Ohio. Now, why am I beating on this? Why am I talking about this so much? Because the law is a teacher, and every law we we debate or we pass or whatever, if it's out in the public square and it's being debated in our general assemblies, teaches something. Uh, in this case, it's now proven that to a good percentage of people here in Ohio, women, that at least 26 percent were unsure as to bet whether abortion was illegal or not based on the heartbeat bill debates, and 10 percent believed abortion was illegal based on the heartbeat bill debates. Now, is that the only reason to, to try to pass this type of legislation? No, not necessarily. Of course, the real reason is justice. Uh, we want to criminalize abortion, right? Eventually, right? We want to end abortion. We want to abolish it. Uh, all the debates happening around the country about abolition bills and abortion bans like that are also doing the same thing. I can re- uh, we can reason to the conclusion that they are also teaching women that abortion's illegal, even though it's not, uh, because they're hearing it being discussed uh, in the public square. So these are good. This is good news. I mean, this this testimony I thought was encouraging. This study's encouraging that. Despite the fact that the Heartbeat Bill has not been put into law yet and we hope that eventually it will be that is still a teacher and it is teaching a good percentage of the Ohioans at least that either they're unsure about the legality of abortion or they believe it's illegal and that's a good thing and that's a good thing that's why we continue to support good pieces of legislation and there aren't not all of them are good by the way i mean but the Heartbeat Bill in my opinion is it's a bill that leads us on the way to eventually getting to the place where we can uh, ban it altogether. And that's why we support the Life of Conception Act, which has been and will be reintroduced into our General Assembly again this session. And we will be in support of that. So what I want to do here, Mr. Producer, if you would uh, cue up the NARAL clip You can always learn something from your enemies, the people on the other side of this debate. And if they're talking about something in disparaging terms, then you got to figure that somehow it's uh, had an impact. This is from the NARAL broadcast, uh, some pro-abortion advocates talking about this study and how it led to at least a good percent, 10 percent at least, thinking abortion was illegal in the state of Ohio. So go ahead and play that audio.
3: It came out. <laughs> But but yeah, so again, like, you know, abortion isn't talked about that much. It's, uh, you know, people, like Kelly just said, people don't think about it until they need it. Um, you know, I think a lot of that does come from stigma. Again, you know, people, there's so many people who are like, oh, well, I'm pro-choice, but and blah, 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 and things like that. So that's why it's so important to, like, be unapologetic about your... Support for abortion. I don't think that's the right clip. Um, 3648. Yeah, so many bills.
0: Uh, we're going to go ahead and get that clip for you. Uh, while we're waiting for that, folks, I want you to take action. First of all, you can support Created Equal by uh, supporting our work here and the radio program by going to slash donate, or you can go to markharringtonshow.com. There's a donate button there to help support the uh, the radio program and the ministry of Created Equal. We are about to leave on our annual justice ride, in which we take young people out on buses, uh, charter buses, to the state of Florida, to college and high school campuses, to abortion clinics, and we need your support. And uh, so if you can help us out, we'd appreciate it. Go to markharringtonshow.com. You can give there on the donate link, or you can go to Created Equal dot org forward slash donate and you can give electronically there or you can write a check to us and send it to p.o box 360503 columbus ohio 43236 uh do we have that clip yeah go ahead and play the clip this is again nara uh bemoaning the idea that the heartbeat bill Apparently has led to women believing, at least at a, a large measure, either being unsure about the legality of abortion, or believing that it's illegal.
3: I don't
1: know. It, I don't know what days are. It came us to uh, you know the open study <laughs> that came out what yesterday
3: is. I think. Um, I don't know. It, I don't know what days are. It came out this week. Um, <laughs> but but yeah. So again, like you know, abortion isn't talked about that much. It's, uh, you know, people, like Kelly just said, people don't think about it until they need it. Um, you know, I think a lot of that does come from stigma. Again, you know, people, there's so many people who are like, oh, well, I'm pro-choice, but and blah, 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 and things like that. So that's why it's so important to like be unapologetic about your support for abortion. Um, but yeah, there's so many bills all the time that are bad. We're losing all these clinics all the time. And so like it kind of has led to people being confused all the time about abortion and if it's legal or not. Um, And it has been legal since Roe v. Wade, Um, but it doesn't always feel that way. I think an
1: important thing to to realize is that while so many of these patients um, think and believe that abortion is illegal, they are still going out of their way to try and access it. So they don't. it doesn't matter whether or not it's legal or illegal. Um, if they are able to access it, they're going to do their damnedest to do so. It does matter. Uh, so, you know, it's just a matter of whether or not we criminalize the people who are seeking care. Um, and as far as the open study, this is the Ohio Policy Evaluation Network. They found that one in 10 Ohio women thought abortion access or abortion was illegal uh, amid attempts, attempts to ban abortion at six weeks. So it didn't matter that the bill had passed or was signed by the governor or was vetoed by the governor or the veto override failed in the Senate. It didn't matter. It, the, the fact that it was so much of an issue that the Ohio legislature focused on, um, for, you know, four, five, six years made people at least like 10%, uh, think that abortion was illegal. And the percentage with that belief increased from 5% to 16% during the study period, corresponding to sustained activity limit abortions from the fall of 2018 through the summer of 2019. And if you want to see this full study, it appears in the American Journal of Obstetrics, Obstetrics, Obstetrics and Gynecology. There we go.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, from the horse's mouth right there. I mean, if you if you didn't believe that uh, the heartbeat bill debate here in Ohio led to women believing that abortion was illegal and how that was a bad thing. You just have to listen to our abortion advocates. Uh, You know, they said that that it doesn't matter if abortions criminalized. That's not true at all. Uh, I mean, our goal is to criminalize abortion, to make it a criminal act. It has to be. Uh, to bring justice for the unborn, and to, uh, to, to abate the judgment of God on America. I mean, it has to happen. We have to make it entirely and totally illegal once and for all. How we get there, there's debate about that, right? I mean, I'm a and both guy. I believe that we ought to be firing on as many cylinders as possible using all the tools available, whether they're political tools or other tools to save as many lives as we can on the way to saving them all. And that's why I support the heartbeat bill. That's why I support and did support the Ohio abortion ban, excuse me, <coughs> in 20, uh, 2006 and why I support the life of conception act and other abortion bans across the country. Uh, and the fact that they're putting up abortion bill, these billboards trying to convince Ohioans that abortion is still legal is evidence that, uh, Women think that it is illegal. Go ahead and put up this uh, article. There it is. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, This is these these billboards are all over the state of Ohio. In different places. And this website actually, along with another one, actually tells where you can actually go get an abortion. So the fact that they're spending money trying to convince people that abortion is still illegal in Ohio tells you something, that the heartbeat bill has been hugely successful. <clears throat> so, you've been listening to your radio activists here on the Mark Harrington show. I hope these uh, this information has been helpful to you, uh, talking about <clears throat> this testimony coming from Representative Melissa Arimas and this study. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about how the heartbeat bill has led to. A good number of Ohio women thinking an abortion is legal, and we can extrapolate that out and believe that this heartbeat bill has actually already saved lives, even though it has yet to be enforced um, in hopes that it eventually will. And folks, stand with us uh, when we uh, introduce and continue to fight for the Life of Conception Act. And you can find out uh, if your legislature here in the state of Ohio, your legislator, supports the Life of Conception Act by contacting the Ohio General Assembly and finding out, because we are going to be pushing for that again, this General Assembly. So if you did not listen to the radio activists here on The Mark Harrington Show, you can find out more by going to MarkHarringtonshow.com. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God.